You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Fingers crossed then, Ian. Yeah, Fingers hopefully, hopefully. Listener, if you've been waiting for this episode, hopefully you are listening to this by now. We're, we've had all sorts of shenanigans to have to deal with, haven't we? We have. Um, the, the world has conspired against us, but mainly crappy internet. <laughs> No, my crappy memory. I mean, the the first week delay was because you arrived to talk about Alien 3 and I thought we were going to talk about Stingray. Yep. And true. we recorded Stingray. So that was delayed by a week. And then last week, yep, crappy internet meant, uh, well, we we had a thoroughly uh, enjoyable chat about Morse and Dave Postlethwaite, didn't we? We did, yeah. yeah it was and, very and, good. I remember it being one of our wittiest and almost yeah. Shakespearean. Yeah. Award-winning, award-winning. I yeah. would go as far Didn't as far say. as safe. <laughs> but you, yeah, you did say you were having internet problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and uh, yes, yeah. I'm on, I'm on Wi-Fi at the moment, but it's it appears to be a good strong signal. I've been using it all week on Wi-Fi with no okay. problems. So good because yeah, um, it wasn't until um, we finished uh, that we realised that only the first six minutes of your track actually uploaded. Yes. Um, so here we are, one week later, um, and now it looks like I potentially might have internet problems. Yes. Um, my live yeah, box hope. was playing <laughs> up an hour ago. You and, couldn't make uh, it up, could you? Really? No, no. And Ian and I, we, I created a chat room. We were nattering away just before pressing start record, and Ian vanished. Yes. And my screen looked a bit funny. Um, so this is a new chat room page that we've opened, and fingers crossed, listener. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get there. Yeah, so I thought what we would do um, is... Ian and I don't like re-recording um, episodes of anything because, you know, I know what Ian's going to say. Ian knows what I'm going to say because we're still working off of our old show notes. Yes. And, uh, yeah, last week we were talking about Morse and uh, Dave... Um, and I thought I suggested to Ian maybe just break things up a bit. Let's bring in 85, Mr. Aaron, because then at least that breaks up our show notes a bit, doesn't it? And Yeah, yeah, hopefully we should be... Uh, it should change enough. Although, to be fair, I've forgotten what we said last week. I was going to say, we're both old, so yeah. we've most probably forgotten it anyway. So, so yeah, so this through, um, you, you know, shenanigans... Um, has become our very last look at uh, the inhabitants of yes. Fury One Six One. Is this also our first one looking at three characters in one? I think it is. I think so. No, yeah. no, we've had Are more we... before when we had old, old Kevin and Clive and Arthur Two oh, Sheds walking, Jackson. Yeah, you know. that was him. Yeah, old walk, walking stick man. Walking stick. Yeah, yeah. We have had multiple characters yes. before, but that was because they 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 barely had any lines. 
and we're just there yeah. in the background. Here, we actually have uh, quite lengthy uh, chunks of dialogue from our three subjects today. We do, yes, yeah. We, I mean, what, one is a, I suppose you'd call it a sort of second tier support in character. Um, I suppose you, you wouldn't really call Aaron like top tier, would you? I don't no. know. Perhaps, perhaps he has got fans somewhere that like the film just for that character. He he is a funny character he in is, that yeah. you know if. If he was to have a Mad Max equivalent, he'd be the Toady, wouldn't yeah. he? Which makes Brian Glover Wes, not it Wes, does, yeah. uh, the, the humongous. I, yeah, I would. Uh, I was going to say I'd, I'd pay to see Brian Glover as, uh, as Wes. The humong- no, the as humongous, the humongous. Yeah. I, I, under that helmet, yeah. I can now imagine Brian Glover. Yeah. You know, with in a northern nappy. accent, yeah. <laughs> in a well, nappy. Well, he used to be a wrestler, didn't he? That's true. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he's he used to wearing used to nappies. That, yeah. uh, for his art. Yes. Do you remember the talking about I mean I've gone off tang, tangent again. Do you remember Kendo Nakasaki who yes. wore a mask sort of a cloth <laughs> mask but very similar to uh, to Humongous. See it all, yes. it all ties together, doesn't it? Yeah, we would have to do wrestling in character. Yeah, wrestling so. in character. <laughs> yeah. So here we go then. Let's get this underway because we don't yeah, know how going. long our connection's going to go. Ian's suggesting we might pause and stop and that start a new chat room maybe 20 minutes in but i think we'll just see how we'll, it goes we'll just see how it goes um yeah if you should disappear or i disappear hopefully we'll upload both tracks unlike last week so all right so we have three subjects then and they're yep. three first names did you we've already talked about you know um dave Postlethwaite, and um and how um morse's first name is francis Yes, yes. No, sorry, Robert. Robert, no, Robert, Robert Morse. He's Robert yeah. Morse, yes. Bob, Bobby Morse, little Bobby Morse. Um, yeah, uh, David He's. I think he's the only character where the the first name is fictitious and the surname is Why from the Why do you actor. think this is? I don't know, because it's like David is not a name that is uh, is integral to it, is it? No. So he could have called him Pete. And then made up the surname. Perhaps they just thought Postlethwaite was such a good name because we got to remember this is sort of pre him hitting it big time, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, so he's still very much a, you know, a, a, a late in job in actor. So perhaps they just thought, well, that name Postlethwaite, that's just so good. We got to keep that in. It's an unusual name, yes. so we'll yeah. use it. Yeah. It could be that. It could be. Yeah. Um, and we said last week. Um, Old Morse doesn't strike us as a Bob or no, a Robert. No, I don't think anyone's calling him Bob. Bob. He's um, he's more of a Terry. I said last week. He looks yeah, yeah, like a Terry. I, yeah, you, you. I think you were right that he, he. I could see him as a Terry. Yeah. He, he's that. We were sort of saying that. Um, it's an interesting character actually because he's he's the first to moan about everything, but also quite easily swayed into doing stuff so we see him get swayed by Golic. we see him get swayed to uh, chase the alien when minutes before he didn't want to so I think he's quite a weak character but also the biggest whinger in the room and we Very said British last week trait, he, yeah. yeah yeah he he is typifies that expression all mouth no trousers yes, because um, yeah he, he, he's effing and blinding but there's no weight to any of the bad language that he uses in fact no. what his one f-bomb that he um uh, drops is just so you know, yeah so I, 
I was trying to think about this because because I know a lot of people don't like the profanity in Alien Three, and we we've said before that like they want to come and stay in Britain for any length of time. This is so mild mm. uh, to what you just hear in everyday life. Um, but what's really strange is these these are British actors, um, and they don't sound convincing doing the swear words. Normally, it's a, a very American thing, and you hear an American actor and the, the the swearing just doesn't come off on some of them. But this this time it's weird, and I I Pete postulated, I uh, postulated that it might be uh, that he's done it too often. Yeah. Much like we worry about repeating ourselves. Can you imagine if if he's done like twenty three takes yeah. of having to say uh, that? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and he gets to the end, and it loses all meaning, doesn't it? You do you do it yourself. You, if you're in a conversation with someone, you're using a word that you don't normally use. And you say it three or four times. You, you, your brain starts to go, are you saying it right? Is that it, how you say it? It just doesn't make yeah. sense that anyone would say that when this creature has just descended out the ceiling, yeah. grabbed the, the jailer by the head and pulled him up into the ceiling. You, you wouldn't just stand there and say that. That's just no. nonsense. It's Hollywood, nonsense. No, no. It's, it's that unreal Hollywood reaction. I mean, he's the only, he's the only Brit I know that says wanker and makes it sound like he's never said it before in his yeah. life there's no conviction to any no. of the swearing no. in this it's very, film very it's strange. very weird yeah. yeah and uh, yeah did you see old Mr Aaron Aaron his first name no I don't know his first name I said it by mistake just then. It's Francis. Oh, is he the Francis? And he definitely is a Francis yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he he's sort of um, he he's like the Smithers character isn't he um, mm. But I think he, I, I quite like uh, Aaron as a character. I think he's got a bit of, of common sense to him, even though he's he's obviously not the brightest sort of tool in uh, the sharpest tool in the box, the brightest bulb in the packet. Is that a saying? <laughs> tis now. Uh, tis now. Um, he, he's not the tastiest wine gum in the packet. Uh, but he's got a bit of he's got a bit of um, charm, hasn't he? That a lot of these sort of subservient characters generally don't have you say no. charm i so many times we say that you know we reevaluate people yeah you know when we do the podcast because you're looking at them i've grown to be quite fond of old yeah, 85 yeah, no, I, yeah. because he's he's a twerp and yeah he, he's a toady he follows andrews around like a little puppy dog and everybody's got complete contempt for him <laughs> but he keeps going bless him doesn't yeah. he yeah, he no, does try I mean, and to be fair, I bet I bet we've all been in a job at one point in our lives where you know that the people you're working with have utter contempt for you, but you got to keep going, you got to keep doing the job. Um, yeah. yeah, again, very very sort of British sort of uh, feel to the character. Um, but yeah, I, I, ever since seeing it, I've I've always thought fondly of uh, uh, of the character. Yeah, uh, of Aaron and um, <coughs> of Franny, little Franny, little Francis. Franny Five. Um, I can be- totally believe yeah. he's a Francis. Totally. Do you know whatever Francis is? The only other Francis I can think of is uh, Logan's. Logan's mate. Run. Yeah, <laughs> and that was a cool Francis. He's a cool guy. Well, the only other Francis yeah. apart from Logan's Run that I can th- think of is Francis de la Tour from Rising Damp. Oh yeah, Damp. that's true. Or, and she's female. Yeah, she's female. Or um, Frankie Howard, when he used to refer to himself. Oh, yes, you know, as Francis. As yes. Francis. Um, it's, it's almost a name for comedy, isn't it? 
nobody calls their child Francis these days, sure. No, I wonder where it is in the popular names. I, I, I'm trying to think. I don't actually know any Francis. It might be popular. Life. This might explain why. It might be popular amongst toffs. And you Could don't be, know yeah. any toffs because you're working class, aren't no, you? No, that's true, yeah. I'm scum, really. Yeah. You're <laughs> a pleb. Fair. Yeah, like I'm me. definitely a pleb, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm one of the oppressed masses. Yeah. Definitely not a Francis. No. All right, Francis then, or yes. 85, or Mr. Aaron, uh, whatever you want to call him, um, at the start of Andrew's briefing. Um, I love the way he calls out to the men to, you know, um, you know, come on, get it together, da da, and everybody ignores him. Yeah, totally. He um, is. Um, he is in in Blackadder. He's he's Darling. You know when when yeah. Blackadder becomes chief executioner, and Darling is uh, is basically trying to emphasise that he's second in charge. Yeah. And no one listens to him. They all just wander <laughs> away. That That's him here. And no one's got any respect for him whatsoever. No. Um, um, we find out later, yeah. you know, they do. They, you know, stated quite clearly that they all hate him. Yeah. They all mock him. I um, wonder why, though, because I wonder what, what he's so incompetent at in, in their normal lives. It's not like... They're not, it's not like their sort of a normal job, is it, where he, perhaps he's rubbish at booking their holidays and they miss it no. because they can't go on holiday. What, I think what is he what, so bad at? I don't think it's that he's bad at anything. I think it's more that he is a complete crawler around yeah. Andrews and I get the feeling that he is almost like Gordon Brittas. Yeah. You know, strutting around, ordering them around. Do you uh, think he's, uh, a, he's a sort of uh, tapping the rule book? Yeah, yeah. You know... I think that the Americans have a, or certainly did have a, a good name for someone like that. They would say they 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 uh, they're indulging in chicken shit, and it's hmm. it's something that makes your job more difficult, but doesn't bring any real value. So, mm-hmm. like saying you've you tapping the wall book and saying you've got to do this, you've got to do that. I wonder if he is a bit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mate. He, I can he, see it. He probably insists they have to have regular showers and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. When Andrews is busy doing paperwork or something, I can see him swanning around that place. Yeah, you know, I, the boss is busy. I'm in charge now. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they don't like him. Um, and of course, when Andrews is around, he he's just there. He just stands there, and that's what happens. You know, he doesn't say anything when Andrews tells Clemens that Ripley's you know not allowed out of the infirmary. He just says, "Oh, sir," at the end of it. Um, yeah. Mm. I think I also think he's the only person that ever refers to uh, Andrews as Sir. Mm. Don't you? Yeah, that that would be in keeping for him. Yeah. Also in that meeting, um, we've got uh, Morse getting his first lines. He gives his opinion of uh, Ripley arriving. He yep. tells tells everybody <laughs> um, that he's taken a vow of cel- celibacy that also includes women. We've yeah, all he's... taken the vow. He goes yeah. like this. He's, he's um, a stirrer. Yeah, oh, that's it. He's a, yeah, he, he's a barrack room lawyer. He's a stirrer. He's a, and and we all know people like this. I mean, sometimes I imagine we are this person. But um, yeah, he's that quintessential person. That's you know, he's going to gainsay whatever an authority figure says, even if it's what he wants. Yeah. He's going to argue against it because he's, that's he's bullshit, isn't he? Yeah, we said last week he'd make a very good union leader. Yeah, yeah, he, he would be. Uh, yeah, he would be tapping the uh, union rule book, you know, just stirring I, things up. Just stirring it slightly. I said he would. He would have fitted in in um, 
carry on at your convenience with yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another ineffectual use of uh, language is somebody, I don't know who, says, shut your gob, Morse, yeah, when he's doing that. And we said last week, nobody uses gob anymore. Even back yeah, in the 90s very... when they made this, people don't use gob It was anymore. a very 70s thing, wasn't it, gob? Yeah. You know. Um, and, and then you would, it was only ever used on TV sitcoms when you wanted to pretend to swear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you'd have someone say, "Shut your gob," and that because it's it sounds quite working class and earthy, but it's not a swear word. Mm. You know, I prefer cake hole. <laughs> Shut your cake hole. Yeah. Um, we'll we're, we're swing back to eighty-five. <laughs> He's of yeah. course following Andrews when Andrews goes to the mortuary. Yeah. He's never more than a couple of steps behind him. He's like a shadow, and yeah. he's like a parrot, because Andrew says, what's going on, Mr. Clemens? And he goes, that's right, sir. What's going on, Mr. Clemens? Yeah. He didn't have to say that. I do like, he gets some great little double act bits with uh, Andrews, doesn't he? Like where he says, uh, you know, something like, uh, this looks very suspicious, it doesn't it, Mr. Aaron? He goes, uh, yes, sir, it does look very suspicious. Yeah, he's, he's always that, that he, Andrews can rely on him to back him up. Yes. No matter what. Yeah. In a very creepy way. In in a very, very creepy way. Um, there's a drinking game that you can have um, in Alien 3 that I hadn't realised oh, yeah. until I started looking at 85. What you're referring to there is his catchphrase almost. You called it, sir. Yeah. That's what he says when, when, when um, you know, um, Andrews, you know, states what needs doing. You called it, sir. That's the yeah. first instance. He says it throughout the film. You called it, sir. Yeah, he is, he is 100%. Um, a crawler. A crawler. <laughs> okay, so Dave, Dave is uh, with Dylan when yep. Ripley comes into that mess room, but hasn't any lines. No, it's strange, isn't it? it that Pete Postlethwaite, such a good actor, and the, the, the few lines he gets, he, de- he delivers perfect. Um, that they didn't use him a bit more. Mm. You know, I. If it had been made a couple of years later, I think he would have been in a much more prominent. Yeah sort of position yeah um, 85 is with Andrews in the mess hall and yep. um, and he says as I thought Mr Aaron you called it sir you called he goes, it sir <laughs> yeah. there he, he is, is again yeah he's um, he is he's half of Rimmer isn't he he's, he's the obsequious part of Rimmer but not the actually hates authority figures if you combined Morse and Aaron, you would have Rimmer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, 85 says he was almost sucked into one of the fans once. Yeah. And, and had warned Murphy about it. I, I don't know how... What's he doing that close to a fan that he was almost sucked into one once? Uh, yeah, I wonder if... I, I mean, he, he's probably stupid enough that he was seeing how, fa- how close he could get <laughs> before he got sucked into it or something, you know? Testing yeah. the uh, health and safety rule book. Um, when Andrew says Golic should have been chained up, yeah. um, you know, when they find him, they think that he's killed the other two. Um, you called it, sir, yet again. You called it, sir, yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'd be getting a little bit tipsy at this point, wouldn't we? You would. You most yeah. certainly would. Um, yeah, we have the worst delivered line in the whole film from Morse uh, when Andrews dies. Um, it, yeah, no conviction to it at all. It's just just said so badly yeah it it's um i wonder if there were alternate takes of it because this is either a first take and they should have gone 
should we do it again? Or mm. this is about take 35. Uh, perhaps something didn't happen. You know, perhaps some of the special effects, and this was literally the special effects works, but it wasn't the best line reading. I mean, that yeah. does happen a fair bit. Yeah. You're saying there might be other fucks out there? Yeah, there might be, yeah. <laughs> there may be more fucks to give. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's Andrew's fucked, yes. isn't he? Um, yeah, that's dead. Andrew's gone. Yeah, and uh, of course, yeah, 85's going to step up and take charge, yeah, he but reckons. That's, that's his anchor gone, isn't it? He he, he thinks he's going to step up because he's next in charge, but he is totally unsuited. And he's good, old charge. Ralph Brown there. He's good. Yeah, yeah no, he's good um, actor, like. His personality changes from this point because he goes, oh, shit, <laughs> I'm now in charge. Yeah. I'm not the lieutenant. And uh, he does say, "Oh, I suppose I'm 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 going to be in charge." But of uh, of course, he's mocked immediately. Yeah. Uh, by everyone. I do like he's even after Andrew's death, he's still loyal to Andrews. Only when he mentions about none none of the prisoners appreciated him. Mm. Um. It, so he, I think there's definitely he respected him. Definitely, there wasn't any uh, there wasn't any sort of um, fakeness to his. You know, sometimes you get these characters, and they'll they'll lick up to authority, but behind the scenes they hate them. Mm. And there's nothing here. He actually respected Andrews, and I think, as far as they could be, he was he thought they were friends, didn't he? Yeah, in his mind, I don't think Andrews would have agreed with it. No, I I imagine, like, if they both went back to Earth, the minute they step off the ship, Andrews is never seeing eighty-five again. There's a reason. That's the reason why I think Andrews asks him to leave when he has that meeting with Clemens because he doesn't want, you know, 85 there, you know, no. messing things up and just well, being a toady. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants to see... Because I think Andrews knows that Clemens in that scene is going to answer back, isn't he? He's gonna, I don't think he wants... He doesn't want to show any cracks in his armour mm. in front of 85, I think. Mm, yeah. Preserves a bit more of that sort of mystery and miracle worker. Mm. Um, when he's I been... wonder what 85 would have said if he'd have been in the room, though. You called it, sir. That's yeah, what you he would have said. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's when he's called 85 for the first time, isn't he? Yeah. By Morse. It's Morse who actually calls yeah. him 85 because Morse goes off on his trade union rant. Yep. about when they say now they're going to stop it and he, and he has this list of things that they haven't got there no fucking ice cream yep. nothing but shit yeah goes. i do i do like that line um i know you're you're not a fan of it but no. i uh, i i think it's there's, there's precious few genuinely amusing lines in this film and i think that's one of them uh, i remember everyone laughed at the cinema Mm. Uh, when he did that but again he doesn't swear well he does in when he says to Ripley uh, we should get her head and shove it through the fucking wall yeah that is said with conviction I yeah, believe that there, yeah. you know that's something out of you know the Long Good Friday or something yeah. like that or the Sweeney or something like that 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 that's believable yeah and realistically <coughs> at this point in the film he's right he's 100% right that she's come here she's brought the trouble they they owe her no loyalty, um, but he, it, it, it's one of those weird things. In this where he immediately turns around 180 degrees, doesn't he? Mm. Um, uh, when like Dylan backs Ripley, uh, and it, I would have liked to have seen him carry on, sort of. 
being against it because he could have he could have just stayed there couldn't he, he could have because they, they they all relocate after Andrews is dead and that they all relocate don't they mm. to the 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 that industrial that three level industrial set they've got which I don't know whether they relocate there because it's safer or whether they relocate there because they've got the set you know because <laughs> it was a case of you'd film on whatever sets had been built for whatever script yeah. yes. had been kicked out the day before um, but he could have just stayed there couldn't he what you know I think so I think he, he does actually mention or someone mentions that like just Leave it, let it run about. Well, Ripley says it's yeah. it's down in the basement. Yeah. Well, go to the yeah, go to the it. attic then. Go up into the loft. Yeah. Because it this isn't this isn't. I don't think this is the only refinery or the only building on the planet, is it? Yeah, but it's like forty de- degrees below zero yeah. outside, so they can't go anywhere else. They they, they are stuck in there. Um, what's next? Yes, eighty-five shows Ripley the nuclear waste area. Um, yes. and, and he's got a bit of exposition there and um, after that we have um, a really nice scene we talked about last week Ripley yes. learns from Dave all about Aaron's 85 nickname Yeah, uh, and at the same time we get a bit of information about how he has been on uh, beachhead bunkers and uh, seen this uh, nitroglycerin stuff go up it's a, it's a nice yeah, little scene that with old Pete it is. It's a very nice scene. It's it's really well done. Again, Pete Postlethwaite's so naturalistic. It, it, you actually you believe everything he's saying, and it puts a it, it puts a bit of urgency in the you know like you make a mistake with this and you're going to be dead sort of thing. And it it's it's really well done. It it, it builds the universe because you've got him talking about doing other jobs. It yep. builds the prisoners because you realise these are people that they've not just prisoners. They had lives before. Yeah, it's a great little scene. Um, I wish there'd be more scenes like this. In yeah, the more film. character stuff. It, yeah, I mean, we we end up that we sort of said before, and we'll get to it in this. Um, like the last twenty minutes, where it's just pointless running about, pointless alien shots. It's a mess. Just, I'd rather add some bit more character stuff. Yeah, because because that's really nice. The scene Dave with Ripley, and then we've yeah. got the scene with eighty five and Ripley. Um, yeah, you know all about how they're going to come here and he he's sure that when the company get there they're going to just kill it yeah he and, and save five yeah he's got he's got total belief in the company i mean he wears a wayland jatani hat doesn't he i so, do like his hat yeah, and i do like cap, his coat yeah. i must say yeah his coat is one of the better ones in the film i think pristine of course because yeah. he's a gordon yeah. brittus he, yeah yeah he's, or he's a rimmer and he goes home and he polishes his boots and stuff he's probably he? using uh, a percentage of his drinking water to clean his clothes yeah yes. he's, he's, he's one of the cleaner looking ones um but yeah he's he's company man through and through so he's yeah of course the company's going to come and save them why wouldn't they yeah and yeah. it's quite nice when ripley points out you know that you know they they their entire crew was expendable the military people were expendable so what are they going to do about a load of prisoners Olympics, yeah, yeah yeah who've discovered guards and it's it's again really nice this is the sort of stuff that we needed more of yes and this is the sort of stuff david fincher is great at but it just it's just not enough of it in the film i don't no, think no we have another lengthy uh characterization piece morse and golic yeah which we've already talked about in the golic episode yes. where we find out that uh, they're mates that Golic loves Morse and and Morse is always the first to get any cigarettes that he finds, etc., etc. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, for some for some reason, probably because 
Golic's one of the few that probably puts up with uh, Morse's shit. I can't see many of the other prisoners putting up with his constant moaning. So Golic's probably quite a, a captive audience. <laughs> but he goes there. He, I mean, he goes there. I don't know whether he's been deployed to guard him or whether he just oh, goes that's there. What's to, happening. Yeah, but he's he's sort of. He's whinging to Golic, isn't he, about stuff and shaving his head. And then because he's he can't be arsed with looking after Golic and he's whinging, he he lets him go. And that everything that happens in this film from this point on is Morse's fault. Absolutely, it's Morse's yeah. fault. Every yeah. single person that dies, this is down to Morse. But he doesn't show any guilt at all when they no. find well, you know like what Golic's done. Yeah. Um, he just continues to moan. Yeah. And, and ask what are they going to do? Well, he, um, he's the sort that would have said it's not his fault, it's Dylan's fault for putting him in charge when he knows he's incompetent. Yeah, he's yeah. that sort of a person. I've worked with people like this. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, of course it went wrong. Why did you ask me to do it? Yeah. 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 Um, he almost has a fight with 85 at that point yes. because uh, he calls him a wanker. As yeah. you say, very ineffectually says the word wanker. Yeah, he um, says it like a... Uh, uh, like someone from the home counties that's never said it before. It's like Rick yeah. and the young ones yes, thinking yeah, it. Yeah, exactly it, that. Yeah. You're dead hard because, ooh, yep. I know a swear word. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then we get a big scene between 85 and Ripley when they go to the EEV to use that CAT scan machine. Yes. What do I do? Hit B or C. What's C? Display biofunctions. That's it. <laughs> Okay, we're hot. Now what? Let it run a cycle. It's real fuzzy. Hit enhancement. looking I don't know how to read this stuff hemorrhaging will show as a dark patch <clears throat> look for hairline fractures through the base of the skull little white What does it look like? Horrible. I have to see it. Big question here. How does Ripley know how the remote control for a CAT scan works that's on an EEV? Yeah, none of this makes sense because realistically, she's from a time period before all of this. Yeah. She's from, you know, 50-odd years ago. Um, can you imagine, even if you got a nurse from 50 years ago and put them in a modern hospital and said, well, actually, they'd probably do a better job now. Oh, politics. Um, they wouldn't know how to run the equipment. And yet Ripley's totally familiar with 
I mean, did did she have to do cat scans in the docks when she was running the forklifts? Yeah, where did she learn this? She she, yeah. I mean that the EEV comes out the Solarco. Yeah, yeah. She goes on board the Solarco, goes into hypersleep, wakes up with the Colonial Marines, and then we have aliens, don't we? And at we the do. end, they go back on the Solarco. She gets back into bed, goes to sleep. So, at what point did on the Solarco yeah. did anyone train her in? Uh, in how to use well, this machine. Perhaps. You know, in the scene where uh, 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 Hicks is showing her the pulse rifle and he goes, you don't want to mess with the grenade launcher. And she goes, oh, tell, tell me, me everything. everything. Just, perhaps he did. <laughs> perhaps at the end of that, in, when it cuts away, he goes, right, and now we're moving on to the vacuum toilet. And he goes through that. And now we're moving on to the cat scan. I'll never use that. No, no, no. You want to know. Yeah, it's plot convenience. It, it is. It, um, it I, is. I quite like... Everyone moans about in Prometheus, but it makes more sense. Is the, you know, they've got the the totally automated uh, yeah. medical pod, so that when uh, uh, when Doctor Shaw goes into it, she can just press a button and it it knows what to do and it tells. But this is not. This is this is nineteen eighties technology, and this is she's got to press all these buttons. She and do knows Why without even looking at it that. It? Yeah, you've got a button mark this, a yeah. button mark that. Press button three, and without even looking at it. Yeah. It, but I suppose perhaps we'll uh, we'll discuss that when we come to Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing about the Queen as well, you know. So, um, but it's interesting that uh, the eighty five's reaction to that, and it's finding <laughs> out you've got one of those things in you. What does it look like? Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a good a, line. That's that a very good British line. response, isn't it? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible, yeah. Blimey. Uh, later on, she tells him to send a signal, doesn't yep. she? What do you want to say? Tell them the whole place has gone toxic. Are you kidding? Then they won't come here. The rescue team will turn back. Yeah, I know. What are you talking about? Our only hope is that they kill this fucker. Maybe they can do something for you. I don't know. They could freeze you. They can do an operation. They've got the technology. If this organism gets off the planet, it'll kill everything. The company doesn't care about that. They just want it for their bioweapons division, okay? So we can't let them come here. Fuck you. Look, I'm sorry you've got this thing inside you, but I'm getting rescued. I don't give a shit about these stupid prisoners, but I've got a wife. I've got a kid. I'll go home on the next rotation. No. I'm going to send this message back. I need that fucking code. I'm sorry, babe. It's classified. Listen, you stupid little shit. This has got to be done, okay? There are no alternatives! You're not getting it! No fucking way! Um, To say that the place is toxic, so they don't go there. She doesn't want the company to go there. And that's when he has his big falling out with her. Yeah, he's not. Because he's... uh, Does he mention... he mentioned, does he mention he's got a family? Yeah, he's got a wife yeah. and child. How does that work? How long has he been on that planet? Yeah, because this, do, this doesn't feel like a six-month-on, six-months-off thing. This feels like him and Andrews have been dumped there yeah. with the prisoners. Unless one of the prisoners is his family. Mm-hmm. You know? Unless he's just lying because he wants to get off the planet. He hasn't Could got be, a yeah. wife and child or anything like that. Um, and he won't give Babe... He actually calls her Babe. He won't give Babe the code. No. To send the signal. 
And Ripley says, look, um, I'm carrying the new queen. How does she know it's a queen? Uh, well, presumably from the description, horrible. Horrible. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, th- I think that's when the crack develops yeah. in uh, in O eighty five's conviction that the uh, the company will look after them because he sees the reply um, saying you must quarantine Ripley. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. He's. I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't hold with IQ tests and that anyway. I mean, it's it's just a pointless thing. I don't think he's stupid. I think he's possibly slightly uneducated or lower educated, but I don't think he's stupid. And yeah, he quickly works out that Ripley's got a point here. Yeah. You know, um, by what comes back. Uh, and yeah, again, I wonder what he would have done if they'd have come back and said, okay, we won't come along. And it makes Ripley look like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, uh. You know, what would he have done? Mm. Right. We, we reached the point in the film now where we have the trapping of yes. the dragon and it's as an, as noisy and as confusing a mess as ever we said last week we have still have no idea after multiple viewings where anybody is at any point in relation no. to anybody else no it's an absolute mess of like I said this is where we needed a scene like in Aliens where they show the map yeah, I mean, in Aliens, the map doesn't make any sense, but at least they're saying what they're doing. This is—we needed a, a scene where they pin up a, a floor plan of the the refinery and go. Uh, as you see, it's a big circle. So if we close these doors yes. here, we can trap and drive it to you know. So the audience has got a hope of knowing. Yeah. Because even after all these multiple viewings, being a fan, reading lots of stuff, I've no clue what's going on in here. No. People, people come and go in different directions. It also breaks the um, the cardinal rule of filmmaking is that you carry on going in the same direction. So if you're travelling left to right on a screen, the next scene you see, you should be travelling left to right. And if you're travelling right to left, the implication for the audience is that you've changed direction. Yes. And this is this is all over the place. Well, it's just it's a mess, isn't yeah. it? It's a, it's a it's complete just a mess. mess. It's a mess. And and Dave's death is is a mess we discussed last yeah. week that you know he shuts it behind a door that's got a glass thing in it looks through goes oh i hope i hope it's sealed f section is sealed yeah um and we cut away to another bit of action including the alien when we cut back to dave he's still standing by the door and the alien lowers itself down yeah. behind him this should have been one scene Yes, I think it was, and, but yeah. for some reason they cut, cut it, it up. Yeah, because like I said it would have been great if he had looked through the window and the aliens sat there, and he goes trapped it, trapped it, and it it sort of looks up and disappears out of shot above where he can see, and he's desperately craning his neck to see it, and then it drops in behind yeah. him. That would have been great, but no, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It makes it makes Dave look yeah. really dim. It looks yeah. makes him look like he's just standing by that door for absolutely no reason yeah until the alien comes to get him and again we've got no clue what this plan is as to does he need to stay by this door what is the door is he meant to lift it at some point to corral it what are they hoping to surely once you've shut it go and yep. do something move else move on move yeah. on yeah um, we've got that rubbish bit and Morse is there to see it where Ripley is trying to get old uh, Tom Woodruff out of the corner Yes, and, and pulling it, on a latex suit. 
yeah, it's just an average size guy in a rubber suit trying to move weirdly to try and convey, you yeah. know. I guess this is the moment they're trying to like um, they're trying to emulate the alien coming out in the steam in the Narcissus at the end of Alien, you know. I think so, yeah. But you had strobe lighting then to to break things up a bit, didn't you? It was you know? very well shot, and it was well I mean, shot. It was really well shot, strobe lighting. Uh, but you can still go as man in a suit. This is just they don't even try and hide it. The the lighting's all wrong. It looks latexy. Yeah. Yeah. It. If they'd have said, "Oh, this was an outtake," this was they were filming behind the scenes, and Sigourney Weaver was actually playing, you know, playing a gag on <laughs> Tom Woodruff. But you'd go, "Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense." Yeah, and you'd have gone along with it. Yeah. Again, so- probably a. Uh, a victim of the absolute shambles that the making of this film was. Yeah. While all that's going on, uh, we cut <laughs> back to 85. He's just waiting for the rescue team, isn't he? he yes. Because we keep cutting to this uh, ship that oh, coincidentally looks exactly like the Sulaco. Um, yeah, that saves on the model, doesn't it? That's it good. does, yeah. And, um, yeah, um, we got... We're almost at the end of the trapping of the beast, yep. and um, Morse leaves it to almost to the last minute before shutting the door. Climbs up the ladder, up through the smelting plant, and uh, and pours the lead. Yeah, Morse has um, both both times come up with the solution to to trying to trap and kill the alien. He suggested using the the hydraulic press and that, and then he. he he, he's the one that manages to pour the lead, which they think will kill it, but mm-hmm. of course it doesn't. And then when it does spring out, he's the one that realises there's uh, water above, so he tells Ripley to release the water that then causes it to go boom. But um, of course, Ripley's got to kill the alien. Yeah. It, it yeah, can't, can't be Morse. Can you imagine Ripley the is the hero. Alien, yeah, yeah Rip, this, this, is, this is why... When you end up having a recurring character uh, for a series of films, it does. You either kill them off or it gets a bit boring, doesn't it? Yeah, you've got to have Ripley do it. You couldn't yeah. have just Morse do it. Yeah, no. Um, that's when 85 arrives. He arrives with, with this other bishop and, yep. uh, and, and the guards. What do you think of those guard costumes? Um. They're, I'm not a great fan of them, to be honest. Um, I don't mind I, them, yeah. I like the helmets. I know the. I did like that the. They wanted these guys to have pulse rifles because, mm. of course, they did. Um, and the pulse rifles had all been broken back down and uh, take the Thompsons. They were and the they Spazzes were rented out, were, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were, were rented, rented weapons. So they they didn't have any. So they had to they had to hire the same Thompsons back. And uh, so these are just cheap vac form pulls. Yes. Uh, painted black, and I, they don't look great. No. Uh, and, and again, it's one of these. Why would they be carrying pulse rifles? Mm. Surely they'd have something better. You know, this is this isn't just an average military unit. This is the the top of the Wayland Yatani sort of uh, chain, and these should have been had so much better armaments. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind the mask, I, but I don't like all the padding. The padding it no. makes them look like you know cricketers or something like that. They they remind me a little bit of uh, the very disappointing Sardaukar from uh, the '84 June. Mm. In that you know, and it it just it's not a great look. I don't no. think anyone's going to be cosplaying as them. No, no. Um, Morse stands to one side during the talk with Bishop. This um, 
um, scene that Ripley has with Bishop um, yep. and uh, gets shot in the leg um, yeah. when move, moving the arm away. Um, and that's when uh, finally, oh, 85, he grows a pair. And yeah, he, he comes he up. Fi- he finally uh, grows a pair, uh, but screws it all up. Yep, yep. He whacks Bishop with a yep. wrench or whatever, calls him a fucking android. Yep. And and his machine gun down. Yeah, an ignoble end for him. This we'll talk about this when we talk about Bishop, but yeah. but whether this is the real Bishop or not. But that ridiculous fake ear that well, Lance Henriksen's yeah, got I, stuck on the side of his head. I th- I don't think it's ever. It's a bit. It's, a, it's the same argument, I suppose. Is uh, Blade Runner and is Deckard a replicant or not? Is is this Bishop uh, an android or not? Uh, I always go along thinking, yeah, he's just another android. But I know there's there's lots and lots of fan theories about, oh no, he's actually the real Bishop and blah blah blah. blah. It's like, what is up with the what is up with the uh, DNA in this run of bishops, this family? You but, know what I mean? It's so weird. If the they intention like was, it. yeah, if if the intention was to make it enigmatic, is he an uh, uh, an android or not? That's fine. I just don't understand the the way that ear is hanging off. No, that if that if he's human, that's a fatal injury. I stub my toe, and yeah. it's the end of the yeah. world. He's got his I, ear hanging off. I also don't. I don't buy the. Uh, he, I mean, we, we're just talking about him now, but I don't buy his rationale of. They sent me here because they I'd be a friendly face for you. <laughs> and it's like, hey, how do they know she was friendly with Bishop? Because up until the, the two minutes before they go to bed in the last film, she hated Bishop. God damn you, Bishop, yeah. when she thinks he's uh, yeah. run out on her. So, yeah. so a friendly face. You've, you've basically just screwed your own uh, capture team because you've you've presented one face that either she will hate or she will just assume is another android. Yeah, yeah. Makes no sense, other than the fact that it gets uh, it gets him on the posters and they, you know, they had him around, didn't they, for doing the voices for Bishop, so... Yeah. He just looks... Ri- yeah. That ear just looks ridiculous. Yeah. It looks, it looks stupid, ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, there's another Batman connection here. Do you know the oh, right. Batman connection? That's is, this the, is this the refinery? Is the refinery the... The refinery, uh, yeah, that was earlier. Set? Yeah, the refinery where, where the APC is going down the corridors yeah. and that 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 was still in place, you know, later when they did the eighty nine yeah, Batman. Batman. But no, the other Batman connection is that ear is yeah. actually uh, one of Jack Nicholson's. They had some spare Jack Nicholson ears really? from his Joker makeup. Oh wow, I never knew that. It's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, so Jack could, Nicholson's yeah. ear hanging off of Lance Henriksen's they cheek. Should they should do a director's cut where it says, you know, he does the cast and then it says, also featuring Jack Nicholson's ear. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't ask for credit. Uh, yeah, he probably credit. got paid for it, yeah. I bet, he, yeah. yeah. yeah can, 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 you be, can you be paid for the likeness of your ear? I don't know. If he found out, he's, he's the sort that would sue him. Oh, he would. He, I know. bet they did have to pay him. No, that's, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I'll look into that before yeah, we yeah. talk about bishops. All right. Okay, um, and uh, yeah... Ripley asks for Morse's help getting her over yep. the molten whatever that, that stuff that is, and um, and yeah, and that's it. Ripley sacrifices herself. Morse yep. survives. Yeah, he survives. He gets taken away. Uh, I always assumed to a quick bullet in the back of the head after debriefing, but I would have thought they would have yeah. just shot him then and there, yeah. or shoved him in the lava. Yeah, you know? I mean, I can understand that they would might 
want to question him, say, okay, what's been going on? What happened? Is there any oh, other well, aliens about? Is mm. there any? Are there any yeah. others? Yes. But then, after he's answered, you'd push him into the metal, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. Yeah, but no, they they strap up his leg, they yep. lead him out, they give him a bit of a push, but they're going to look after him. Um, and as I said to you last week, this is not news to you now, but no. uh, apparently when he left, um, he was put on another prison planet, I guess to carry out the rest of his term, um, and he wrote a book while there. Yeah, this makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, he wrote it? a book called Space Beast, which was all yeah. about his, uh, you know adventures with the space beast and uh, the book was banned because it was rather sensitive uh, copies remain in circulation though and 200 years later Cool uh, yep. read the book because she wanted an insight into uh, Ellen Ripley it just again it's, it's fan wank wanting to tie everything together isn't it? I mean so you've got this, this, this mega secretive company that have already had so many people killed to hide the fact that they're connected to this alien creature mm-hmm. um, so you've got a, a guy that knows directly this is the case so rather than kill him they put him amongst other guys that he can talk to stupid move then they let him write a book stupid move then they let him publish the book yep. stupid move then they try to ban the book which as we all know you might as well put uh, please buy me yes. on anything banned um, as soon as the BBC banner record, top of the charts, you know, it's oh, it's just so stupid. Um, it is. It's just fan nonsense, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I, I still go with the fact that they, after debriefing, they would have airlocked him. I, that, that's no how survivors, I always sorry. thought. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think he he might not even made it up to that no, Solarco 2. Just left him outside and locked the door. Yeah. It's freeze to death. Well, All right. So, comic series, hasn't he, yeah, well, it might still come. Yeah. Um, all right, so if we talk about the actors, the three actors first, yep. one Morse, then let's do Morse. Danny Webb is the name of the fella. Yes, yeah, good actor, I like him. Good actor, born That's in 58 in London. Yep, he's a typical Londoner. Yeah, he always he always tends to play these sort of cockney, slightly dodgy geezers, doesn't he? Um, dodgy types. Yeah, dodgy yeah. types. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's why he was in things like, you know, uh, Brookside and yeah. and uh, etc. I said to you last week. It's ju- I'm just amazed um, that uh, he appeared on Jack and Nori. I know. I want to see that. I want to know. It depends what he's reading. Because if he's reading something that, like Stick of the Dump, I can see him reading that. You know what I mean? Something a bit, a bit sort of where you'd want that slightly yep. cockney. We should say for our listener outside the UK, Jack and Nori was a, a BBC show. Uh, uh, in the afternoons, where you had an actor uh, read you a Reading story, you from, and and <laughs> and I do, yeah, we don't mean like high production values. This was literally an actor sat in a chair reading from a book that he's actually reading from. Yes, you would watch the person yeah. reading the book, yes. and occasionally you would cut away to an uh, an illustration might, yeah, in the book might, if there was an illustration. Yeah, in the book. but they might not be. You might it might literally just be, and depend on who was reading it. This was riveting stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's um, just amazing stuff. So, to the point where ITV copied it, didn't they, with the book tower with Tom yeah. Baker, yeah. where they did their own version. But Jack and Ori was the, the, the cream, and so many famous sort of uh, people have, have done Jack and Ori. Rick Mail um, was my favourite one oh, when Rick Mail did it. Yeah. I used to love it whenever it was Kenneth Williams doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, I Kenneth Williams. That. 
Um, but yeah, re- really good show. But I, I just, I'd love to know what, what he read. What he if did. anyone knows, yeah. All I know is it was 1980. Yeah, because um, we, we know him, of course, from Doctor Who as well, don't we? He was in Doctor Who. He was also yeah. in Death Wish 4. Yeah. Which Ooh, was that, filmed well, over that, here. That, that uh, near Oscar winning classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in Doctor Who. His genre yeah. tally then, genre tally 25 ish, maybe. I've, yeah. Why have I put a. Qu- last week yeah, I put uh, a question mark next Billy to it. Billy the Kid and the Green oh, Bay. Oh, that's Vampire, right. Which I, I thought was a snooker hall film, like a coming of age snooker type I thought thing. there was a genuine vampire in it. I don't know. There All might right, be. I will look into <laughs> I've it. I've not seen it, so there might be. I'd forgotten that. You I would have thought in the last yeah. week I would have actually gone back and double checked. Yeah, I, actually, I mean, I, while you're listening a few, I will, I will have a quick look on the Internet Movie Database. All right, while you're doing that, I'll say that potentially the second thing, or it might have been the first genre thing he did, was Alien 3. Then he was in Young Indiana Jones as Pablo Picasso. That's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah. Then he was in Space Precinct, and then Star Hunter, which was a TV show. And yep, yeah, he twice in Doctor Who. In the Impossible yep. Planet and the Satan Pit, he was and very, very good. Now we enjoyed his performance. He was against type because yeah. I just remember him being villains and dodgy types. I, yeah, I'm just looking up this. Um, I, I think we'll we'll we will include it. I'll, I'll read you the the uh, synopsis. Mm-hmm. Sounds sounds um, interesting. Uh, Billy the Kid and the Green Bay's Vampire is a 1985 British independent musical fantasy horror comedy drama sports film. <laughs> <laughs> starring, oh, one of them. Starring, yeah, one of them. Star, someone's in Rocky Horror. Starring Phil Daniels and Alan Armstrong. Mm. Um, uh, the film is loosely based on the rivalry between snooker players Ray Reardon and Jimmy White. This is getting weirder. Um, this, this is boys in yeah. blue level naffness, I think. Yeah, so it does say it's a horror, but there, it doesn't look like there's an actual vampire in it. But it says fantasy as well. Yeah, fantasy. So, so. All right, okay, we'll keep that in yeah. then. All right. Um, yeah, after Doctor Who, Residue, a TV series from 2015. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna try and find that. It sounded good. The uh, synopsis you gave. Yeah, a government cover-up of the causes behind a massive explosion in a futuristic UK metropolis spur photojournalist Jennifer Preston on to search for the truth and, in the process, blow open a paranormal phenomenon haunting the city. Well. And he was in that three times. Then Humans, a TV show. Yeah. Um, in a parallel present where the latest must-have gadget for any busy family is a synth, a highly developed robotic servant that's so similar to a real human is transforming the way we live. Would you have a synth? A synth as in the synthesizer or one of them? No, one of them. If it was Caroline Munro... Would you? Because if ever they do come up with like um, artificial life forms, I mean, once you get past the whole ethicalness of that you end up with a slave force. Ethicalness? Ethicalness. Is yeah. that a that word? word? It is now, mate. Wanga! <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, they're going to end up as sex bots, aren't they? Mm. You know, that's all they're going to be. Mine would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just imagine you to your missus. What, what do you want for Christmas, Eric? Well, funny enough, uh, <laughs> there's this new uh, Caroline Munro um, <laughs> Cleaner bot. <laughs> Blimey. Then Christmas presents. Uh, presents, not presents as presents. in a gift, but presents yeah. as in there is a presence, and that's a, a festive horror film. Oh. Um, and then, I like festive horror films. Mm-hmm. 
Um, then Pennyworth. Uh, oh, the, yes, yeah. The, the Batman spin-off about Alfred. He played John Ripper 13 I've not, times. I've not, uh, I've not watched it myself. My missus loves it. Um, saying about that, though, I probably should watch it because she likes it. She recently uh, got me to watch Wednesday. Uh, which is absolutely oh, yeah. stonkingly good. It's well, I've, I've watched series. like the first yeah. ten, fifteen minutes, and it's like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling this. Mm. You got, you got to divorce yourself from any notion of the Adams family, as it, as sort of we grew up with. Right. But it's really interesting. It's really well acted. Um, General Taker's great as Wednesday, and yeah, good cast. But yeah, it's not. It you you have to banish any thought of uh, John Astin. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very enjoyable, very good. Okay, I might give it a go. It's, yeah. it's still available. It's worth sticking so. with, yeah. Yeah. All right, um, something we didn't do last time uh, was the genre tally of old Pete Postlethwaite. So, no, we didn't but do it, yeah. I've, 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 looked, I've looked him up. Um, Has he done anything? Jurassic World? Jurassic well, Park 2? Whatever it was. He, well, um, he's got a genre tally of 13. Oh, go on. Okay. But before that, just like to say he was born in Warrington in 1946... Someone's um, got to be, I suppose. Yeah, and he was a drama teacher. He actually oh, right. taught drama at a Catholic yeah. girls' convent he, school. He, he came to the acting very late in life, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. Um, I think one of the very first things he was in was Last of the Summer Wine. Oh, God. In the was 80s, he? yeah. Oh, I can wow. see him in that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. He was also in Coronation Street. I can see him in that. Yeah. Uh, Crown Court. I remember him in uh, Last of the Mohicans. He's a lieutenant, yes, isn't he, yeah, in Last yeah, of the Mohicans? Yeah. Um, and I, I was the first thing I saw him in, to be fair. I think it was with me. Um, and yeah, I, I really remember him from The Usual Suspects. Yes, oh, he's great. Yeah, Kobayashi. Yeah, yeah and uh, Brassed Off. I never watched it. Oh, yeah, but yeah. That was, that, that, that was that. the Ewan was McGregor good. one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, Young Ewan. Yes. Right. Pete, have you seen Pete in any of these things? 13 yeah. things, old Pete. Um, split Second, we talked about this. Oh, yeah. When, when we talked about old Rutger. Yeah, he's, we, he's uh, in that somewhere. I can't remember so him being in that. It's quite a good film. Um, no, I imagine he's probably a background Londoner. Yeah. Then Alien Three. Then Dragonheart. Well, uh, that's the Dennis Quaid, Quaid one. Isn't one. It? Yeah, yeah. Then James and the Giant Peach. He played the old man. So that must be the live action bit before it all say, goes yeah, into stop motion. I've not seen it. So oh, it was never a book I was a fan of as a kid. I didn't I mind wasn't the a book, great fan but of to no. Of course, no, that's... Just, why couldn't his parents spell Ronald? That's yes. What me. Um, it was Ro- Ro- Roald Dahl's stories that old Rick Mail was reading on oh, Jack right, and Ori. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, yeah, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's, he, he's probably the best thing in it, to be fair. Yeah. It's not, not the greatest of, uh, of films. No. Then a TV version of uh, Alice in Wonderland, where he played the carpenter. Yeah, right. Um, then a horror film called Dark Water. Dark Water. That's not the M. Night Shyamalan. No, thing, is it? no. Then Aeon Flux. Oh, right, he was in that. Yeah. Then the Omen remake. Oh, didn't he? Wasn't he uh, Troughton in it? He was Patrick Troughton. He was the priest. Oh, in this he one, plays Patrick yeah. in that. Okay. Then Ghost Sun, a horror film called Ghost, Ghost Sun. Sun. That sounds like a horror, horror comedy, doesn't it? Hmm. Then Solomon Kane. Did you see Solomon? Oh Kane? yes, yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought it was I like Solomon Kane. Yeah, I thought it was a good version of it. Yeah. Um, back when the uh, the comic adaptations didn't have to be sort of homogenised. No. 
Beach there was one a, could do something different. Exactly. There, there was that very small window, wasn't there, of um, uh, fantasy films coming out. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the next thing he was in was part of that wave as well, the Clash of the Titans Oh, yes. Remake. Yeah, he's, he looks painfully ill in it, but he is good in it. He plays the adopted father of Perseus. Yeah, and then the last uh, genre thing he was in uh, was Inception. I remember him in Inception. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. So that's old Pete. Um, now we go to Ralph Brown. Yeah. Oh, Ralphie. This born is in 57 in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is new uh, stuff. Ralph born in 1957 in Cambridge he is burnt into my mind as Danny in With Nail and I yes yeah you're right yeah the 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 spliffy one (laughs) yeah he is brilliant he is that that is a comedy classic Danny in With Nail and I you couldn't make that film now for the talent that's involved in it no and of course he's there with Golic isn't he because I he's old pal yeah, so uh, he is absolutely brilliant in that. But because of that, because he's, he's you know, stamped in my mind as Danny, it's odd to see him when he hasn't got that hair. Because yeah. in my mind, he's just got the head of curly mop hair. So to see him balding in Alien 3 is a bit startling. Yeah, well, uh, to be fair, that affected all the cast, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. All right, and his genre tally is 12. It's not that big. Right. Uh, first thing is um, Alien 3. Second thing, <laughs> he is uh, vilified, poor old Ralph, for the next role. He was in oh. Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Oh, yes. You're where right. he plays Rick yeah. Olay. Yeah, is that his name? I Rick, know. yeah, Rick Olay. And he, he is mocked and ridiculed in that film because his character is basically Mr. Exposition. He just explains to the audience. Every time he he pops up, he'll say something. Oh, look, there's Coruscant. The whole whole planet is one big city. He just describes what things are. Isn't he the one that also says something like, they're shooting at that ship or something? Yeah. It's like... We can see that, right? <laughs> yes. He has, a, he has a natty uniform there, doesn't he? Brown, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the pilot of that ship. Yeah. And he just explains to anybody who will listen <laughs> yeah. what's going on around him. Um, Star Wars in character, they ripped him to pieces they? when they did the Rick Olay um, uh, episode. I do recommend you seek that out. It will be on oh, Neozaz. Um, yeah. yeah, Rick Olay. <laughs> then he was in Lex, that show that you like oh, right. that I've never oh. watched. He played the Duke what? four times. I wonder which season that was. It's a good, good show, yeah. It's worth... worth it's, it's probably dated horribly because it was... Uh, it used almost 100% CGI and CG backgrounds and that. Yeah, that won't be good. Screened. It's going to look awful now. Yeah. Um, then Exorcist The Beginning. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, you're right. He's in that as well, yeah. He played the Sergeant Major. Yeah. And then there was Dominion the prequel to the Exorcist, yes. where he played the sergeant major again so it's, yeah it's 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 vaguely the same film but it's not it's it's the weirdest thing ever i mean it's no wonder hollywood loses money because they yeah they filmed it all and then they decided rather than tinker with it they'd just refilm it again with slightly different casts slightly different shots oh it's so bizarre oh. neither one is particularly good how do these things get greenlit? I have no idea. I mean, it, it just shows you that I imagine a lot of cocaine is involved. Yeah. Because yeah. at what point do you go, this isn't quite working? Oh, should, 
what should we do? Re-edit it? Nah, let's refilm it, shall we? Hmm. Mad. Indeed. Uh, Aragon is his next thing. Oh, yes. He, he plays the twins, but he was uncredited. I, uh, to be fair, I got about ten minutes into that and gave up. Okay. Biggest uh, teen, teen novel nonsense. Okay. Jack the Giant Killer remake. He was in that. Oh, right. With uh, Ewan again. Yeah. yeah. And then Agent... I, I, I'll have to rewatch it. I've got it. I, I thought it was okay, but I can't remember for the life of me any I've of never the other seen cast it. It's Brian it's Singer, right. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not a, it's not a horrible film. It's quite good. Okay. Um, it just it's one of those where there's a natural ending and you go okay that was alright and then you look at your watch you go it's got another 45 minutes <laughs> yeah oh one of them yep um, then Agent Carter <coughs> uh, I've never seen any of that keep meaning right. to but yeah there's too much to watch isn't there trouble with the Marvel universe is uh, you so quickly get to the point where it's it's pointless watching mm. because it's something's happened that's made it either none of it makes any sense anymore or it's been superseded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing he, he was in genre-wise, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. It's a Will Smith film. Oh, I know, yes. Where, oh, it's where there's a young Will Smith and an older Will Smith and yep. they're trying to assassinate each other. It says an over-the-hill hitman faces off against a younger clone of himself. I mean, most Will Smith films these days are like a slap in the face, aren't they? <laughs> oh, oh dear! He's uh, now, that's it. It's ruined his career, isn't it? Yeah. Stupid, stupid decision to make. You've ruined your entire career. That's all you're going to be known for now. What a twerp! Man, what a twat! All right. So, uh, if, if we'll just rewind a week, uh, back yes. a week, we we scored. We gave um, Morse you're have to and Dave a score. I've I, I, yeah, I won't ask you of it again. No. Well, basically, um, we gave David a five. Yeah. Which put him in an escape pod with uh, fellow inmates Arthur Walking Stick, Kevin Dodd, and Boggs. That's a really nondescript caravan. Yeah, and well, poor old Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer's got to listen to that lot. Yeah. yeah. And then Morse. Yep. is moaning away in an escape pod with Reigns. He yeah. had a 5.25. Yeah. yeah. So he's right next door to Boggs. Boggs is at number five. Yeah. Um, and Reigns is uh, at 5.25 with Morse, right? Yeah, so that's them two. Now we've got to vote on... Oh, 85. 85. And do we do... Is this design? No, it's just, this is no, just one okay. thing. Because if um, it was design, I would give him lots of points for his yeah, natty jacket is, and hat. Yeah, I like his look. I'm not too fussed on his very low-cut T-shirt. They never look good, do they? I, I'm not... That's very... Um, but I like his look. I, I do like his performance and that. Uh, I'm going to give him a 7.75 just to make you work for a... Oh, that is ribbon. because I gave him an 8... So, right. oh, I, can, I mean, I can put, I'll push him up no. to an eight. Just yeah. to make it easy for you. All right, okay. Push up to an eight. All right, I'll put my calculator down. There yeah. we go. All right, he's in, he's in an escape pod number eight. Ah, oh, we should have given him 8.5. 85. No, he's not that good. No. no. He's not that good. <laughs> not for the sake of a joke. It's not, no, not no. He's, he's in escape pod number eight all by yeah. himself. Oh, right. He's oh, the first ever been... number eight. I mean, I'm amazed at that, that we haven't had an eight before. Not a straight out eight. Oh, well. No. He'll enjoy that for a bit. Point two five stops away either side. At eight point two five, you've got Gorman. Oh, right. actually, yeah, you'd, I think you'd get. They on would Gorman. get on. Yeah. <laughs> well, eighty five would suck up to Gorman, and Gorman would love Gorman, it. Gorman. 
Gorman is the sort of the military version of of uh, Francis, isn't he? Yes. He really is. Yeah. And then yeah, the escape pod next door going down the other way. You've got Frost. Yeah. Who wouldn't take any of his wouldn't BS? Take any of his stuff. Yeah. And Kane. And there's no way Kane would um, no. um, put up with him. Kane. Kane wouldn't be rude to him though. He would just tut. Yeah. And then do a better job than him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. I think we might have made it, Ian. I'm not. Well, I hope I, so. That famous last words, that is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm going to press stop in a second. We've just got yeah. to uh, say who we're going to. Oh yes. Yep. Talk about next time next? when we go to Alien Resurrection. Um, who are you going to call? Uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> you knew that joke was coming from last did, week, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Call the android. Yes. The robot. And what did we say the name was? Annalise? No, Anna. Oh, Anna, you asked Anna me that Marie. last we week. We forgot already. And, it's and, pathetic, and, it? and, and I, I had to dig it back out. That, and that now I've done. film. It begins with an A. It's not Annalise. That's yeah. my wife's name. Um, it is. Anna Lee. Anna Lee, that was. Anna Lee. Yes. Anna Lee Call. Call. Who, according to my, uh, my Chinese VCD, is not played by Winona Ryder. <laughs> Check on the Facebook page if you want to that see was a, the, that. That was a great was photo amazing. you put up. I love that sort of. Well, I, they used to call it like Spanglish, didn't they? Spanish yeah. English, but now the Chinese ones are much more uh, entertaining. <laughs> I've seen this thing. I have. I've never tried it myself. Where where you can just type something into an English to Chinese translation, yeah. right? Get the translation, then copy and paste that into Chinese to English and translate oh, and it back, because it, yeah. it messes it right up. It really I bet does. It does, yeah. Because <laughs> you, can't, you can't literally translate word for word, can you? It no. Just even into like English and French and English and German, it doesn't work. The layout is different. Yeah. So Chinese, I imagine that would be quite funny. <laughs> we should do that with all the write-ups. Yeah, yeah that, actually, that's not a bad idea. I, right. In fact, uh, we we we've done this uh, today on this episode. That's why it doesn't make much sense. We uh, <laughs> we're working to a script that was actually written in Chinese. In Chinese, yeah. yes, yeah. Could explain a lot. Yeah. Okay, doke. All right, we're going to get out of here. All right. Yeah. So hopefully Fingers everything crossed. will have settled Fingers down crossed. next time, and and next episode we'll be back to the usual two weeks yes. time. All Discussing right. an auton. and we've yeah. got probably things to say about that as well. We will have things to say about yeah. that, guaranteed. All right. Thank you, Ian. No problem. Thanks, Sam. Cheers, then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.